Welcome to You Learn Something New Every Day. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are proud to present a new podcast each week that focuses on the people, programs, projects, and activities here in the district. This show, of course, is produced by my dedicated student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Danica Palmasheim, Raymond Ruiz, and Cynthia Alburez, and could not do this show without them. We have the easy part, ladies. We get to come and talk, and they do the heavy lifting and uh, do all the editing, and without them, there would not be a podcast. So thank you. Thank you, you guys. You are awesome. And today on the show, I am very pleased to welcome back my monthly co-host, Palm Springs Unified's Coordinator of Visual and Performing Arts, Barbara Anglin. Welcome back. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for being here. I love being and, here. And Barbara has brought with her a very longtime friend. I was going to say old, and I wow. changed the word because old does not sound good. Long time. <laughs> That's right. A longtime friend and the person who had the job right before her. Yep. And she is Riverside County Office of Education Arts Administrator, Louisa Higgins. Hi, my friend. Hi, nice to see you again. Good to see so you. Good. Thanks for being here and looking Absolutely. forward to catching up. So Barbara, how are you? Very well. You know, the now things just really speed up. Yeah, no kidding. No <laughs> kidding. Um, well, toward the end of the show, we'll talk about what we have coming up in okay. the district in May. But right now, please tell us about our guest. Well, I'm very honored to introduce Louisa Higgins. And she has so many plates in the air or pots on the fire to tell us about <laughs> that she's doing for the uh, providing for the county, which includes our district all different honor bands and contests and trainings and so i'm just going to give louisa all the time because she has a lot going on <laughs> well louisa tell us how long have you been in your current position and then just uh, fill everybody in on your history with palm springs unified too okay so this is my fourth year uh, with riverside county office of education before that I was 12 years working specifically in the arts, first as a TOSA and then as a coordinator. And before that, I was 14 years in the classroom. So um, all of my career before I came to the county was in Palm Springs. And then, like I said, I'm in my fourth year and kind of building up ahead of steam at this point because, you know, you come in, um, I'm actually founding a program for the county. They didn't have one. And so to come in and, and start that, and then we had COVID interruptions. Now we're building back up. So it's a, it's an exciting time because like I said, I, I have a feel for all of it and where, what we want to do as a county, because we're kind of that level in between. We have the state, you know, that sets forth pedagogies and approves curriculum and so on. And then we have the districts that are actually boots on the ground doing the work. So we're kind of that middle, we're the sandwich. And our job is to support and create advocacy, professional development, high level student events, and uh, just kind of fill in that middle space and, and be as, as positive and helpful as we can uh, to the 23 districts in our county. And I'm proud to say that we are the fourth largest county in California and the 10th in the nation. So. Um, when we get up ahead of steam and are on fire with the arts, that really is meaningful to other counties and to other areas of the state and the country. So 
I appreciate that fact and the reason I, I came down here. <laughs> well, <laughs> Louisa, you were a trailblazer when you were with us mm -hmm. and did things that were never done before, set the bar really high. Um, it's very, I'm very happy to be able to say that, you know, uh, Barbara had huge shoes to fill and she's filled them very well. Oh, thank you. So, yes. And no, um, absolutely. No, and I, I think I've been really lucky in my career to um, be able to start programs. So, you know, started in Palm Springs and Palm Springs is the longest running program in our county. Um, you know, so that's, and that's really neat to continue to be able to work with Barbara and Palm Springs because the culture of the school district and indeed the area is so arts positive. And, you know, it's funny, uh, I have a little contest that I came up with this year um, called Get Your Style On. And um, it's because of a longstanding connection we have to uh, El Paso Fashion Week. And I had teachers in the Valley contact me, oh, I'm coming for this, like, watch out, we're gonna win this. <laughs> and so, you know, that's the kind of atmosphere that's happening where Palm Springs is always participating in everything. And so that's that's years of my work and years of Barbara's work and your work too, Joan, because you mm -hmm. um, districts and indeed the county that have communications directors, not all of them have that. And getting the word out and making those connections is critically important to the arts. I don't think the arts could survive and thrive like it does in Palm Springs without you. And um, our colleague Craig here at the county really has made a place um, for the arts and really gotten the word out. So Joan is a huge supporter of the arts. She's always Absolutely. thinking Absolutely. of the arts and our programs and supporting yeah. it. You can have a great program, but if nobody knows about it, it's not gonna go anywhere. So well, that's true. And it, you know, it's all a team effort. And I'm very happy that my my colleague Craig over at RCOE got employee of the year. Mm -hmm. so that's nice that's really really cool um so you know as you were talking i remembered about um recording one of these shows outside <laughs> before i realized you could just do it on zoom which makes life a whole lot easier but we were it was like one of the first shows because i'm very proud to say that in it's been like eight or nine years. We have not missed a week wow. of this show. You're like and, a master of this. <laughs> yeah, and we were out of the studio for the better part of uh, two years because uh, we do have a studio, but we found other ways that we were able to do it. But I think Louisa was like the first show that I attempted to do yeah, um, and a picnic table. And the picnic table <laughs> outside here. And it turned out, I mean, it was okay, but it was pretty terrible because we had, planes, we had planes flying overhead. <laughs> we had people opening gates. We had people parking and it was, it was loud. But yeah. what the reason that we had Louisa on at that time was because I don't think you missed like two weeks. Like as soon as we had our, you know, okay, we're all having an early spring break or whatever that was, <laughs> like where we just had those couple of weeks that everybody was trying to figure out what to do. Louisa right. was out the gate yep. with um, arts a, a countywide arts opportunity to keep kids engaged, give them prizes. And it, it was phenomenal. 
because right. nobody was doing anything yet. And right. so you were on the ground floor of that lady and, and you just kept going all throughout the pandemic. And um, uh, it, it's been, and students. yeah, it's been, I mean, and who, who benefited from that were our kids. And we had, we had a lot of participation from you our did. district, like we always do for well, uh, programs that you do. I think it's an interesting um, thing. It was a practical real life application. So the superintendent at that time, Dr. White, immediately was thinking, you know, what are we going to do to support young people and was really in tune with social and emotional needs. Mm -hmm. And so Craig, who we just referenced, you know, gave me a call and we're like, what can we work out? Because I needed his team um, who handles web design and, and graphics and so forth. So that's why we were able to move so fast. And it, it is interesting because I think that's one of our big lessons from the pandemic. It was uh, the love that humans have for art and art making and how uh, it's really important to mental health, which is one of our initiatives now. And in fact, uh, I'm giving a talk this spring for Riverside County Public Health, kind of making the um, case for what are we doing in education? How does social emotional learning and mental health seem together for the greater good of society and that we have healthy adults? And so that's, it's, it's just going to be interesting to connect all those dots and how they go together. Yeah. So talk about um, some of the countywide competitions that uh that we that you've done this year and i don't know if there's any still coming up here we are at the end of april so probably they're wrapping up but talk about a few of those right so um one of my goals um, at the county was to offer high level uh countywide events just because uh, we have 23 districts and it's really typical to kind of be very involved in your home school, your home high school, but not necessarily know how competitive you are with other high schools and even in your own district or outside of your district and what they're doing. And teenagers tend to be really, really interested in what other teens are doing. That's one thing I've come to find out. So it's, it's really positive, I think, for students and also for um, their teachers because often um, there's a professional development component to them participating when they come to like a final show and then they see what other teachers are generating that like gives them it's a leveling up where they could go oh okay you know this is what's happening <clears throat> in another district so this year we have had seven um, student events one still yet to be done which is a lot and I might be at capacity at this point <laughs> we'll see or I might alternate years so we had in the fall um, spoken word, which we had four spoken word poets who performed for the equity conference that the county puts on. That was really powerful. And then followed up in the fall by the Teen Poet Laureate, which is in our second year. And we have two um, um, finalists from Palm Springs Unified. <laughs> yes. So we always have good participation from Palm Springs. So the student voice is alive and well in our county through either spoken word or written word. So that's, that's how we kick it off. And then we have uh, the Fine Arts Spectacular. Is that the, yeah, Fine Arts Spectacular, which is our art show. And it's in its third year, but second year in person. Um, always have great participation from Palm Springs in that. Just is that, that's at COD? This year it's at, it was at UCR Arts, okay. which is in Riverside. I kind of move things around. Getting venues is always the challenge because um, on a limited budget, I'm working with partners, like who's going to offer us um, 
great space and, and COD has been very kind in the past and um, UCR uh, stepped up this year to offer us that space. And um, we just wrapped up Honor Band. And the interesting piece there is that our director um, was Dr. Greg Whitmore, who came out of Cathedral City High School and has gone on to be at Cal State Fullerton and Pacific Symphony. So that was really neat um, to work with him after all these years of knowing him. And he's oh, the, he's a so he's at Fullerton now. Yeah, he's at Cal State Fullerton. Mm -hmm. It was it was interesting, and this is going back, but it was a couple of years after he left here. I went. My daughter went to uh, Mount Sac. Okay. He was uh, there, yes. In Walnut, and then and I walk into the stands, and there I see him uh, at graduation, uh -huh. like leading the band, and I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. you know, it's yeah. hard to keep track of everybody. So for sure. Right, so he uh, was the director for that. And then we also uh, had our first year of the film festival, the One Minute Fresh Film Festival. And we have yet, uh, it's coming in May, have Honor Choir. So just a lot going on, a lot of great um, directors that I work with, teams that put those together. And then um, you have you have like the, the auditions are, Held online. Like they're locally. online. Oh, they're online. Okay. Yeah, we used to do it locally and discovered a great piece of software called Go React, a company that does online editions. And in my quest to be as democratic as possible, that really is more equitable if students can phone it in, basically can you know email it in. We used to have in the beginning when I first got here, we had on-site editions. But that really kind of prohibited the kids that didn't have a ride that day or whatever from getting there. Whereas if students qualify for honor band, then I can work with districts to get them to that day or two of rehearsal and performance. So that was really about um, my philosophy at the county is that everything is free for students. And what are the barriers that I can remove to getting everyone to participate? Yeah, so we're online. That's in fact, awesome. Built us 100% online. So yeah, I, I keep playing with models because we're such a big county. You know, we go all the way to Blythe, to the Arizona border, and then all the way down to Temecula Murrieta. It's a big county, and we are one of the top counties in terms of rural areas, which you wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're in the valley, in you know Coachella Valley, and you know around Palm Springs, Palm Desert, if you're in Riverside. But um, I was recently doing a professional development for San Jacinto, and it's like literally, if you come out of the Coachella Valley and go around the corner behind the big mountain. There's a beautiful little rural farm town, you know. Um, so there's pockets like that all over the county. So really making things accessible to all districts and not just the big centers of population. I'm very interested in outliers. That's awesome. And you've also done, um, so Barbara, you know, Louisa leads a lot of staff development for arts teachers throughout the year. And do we have here in our district good participation in those programs? Uh, last year we did. And uh, this year it's been spotty. Um, <laughs> the ones that have been the most popular to tell you the truth are like the social emotional ones that are for the teachers themselves. Uh, Louisa has been, had her pulse on that teachers need social emotional support, just like their students do. So she has offered over the past few years, um, social emotional art um, workshops for teachers for themselves, as well as workshops that teachers can bring social emotional learning through art to their students. And those are just as popular as the ones for them, 
themselves, but she puts on, brings in spectacular presenters, if not presenting herself, and they are um, hugely popular. Yeah, I think um, it's interesting post-COVID trying to rebuild uh, professional development. And I think um, I'm really committed to taking risks and trying things and just kind of keeping track of what's a no thank you and what people, it, it's, it seems to me this year, it's either been a really light attendance or it sells out and I have a waiting list. I'm like, okay, I'm tracking that to see what is wanted. And I think people underestimate just how difficult the past couple of years have been on teachers and how much um, hope and building back resiliency uh, is needed. So the things that I hear when I do workshops, like we have one workshop with our partner at Sunnylands um, that's very well attended um, by PSUSD, but it's uh, talking circles and then art making. And so it's really that concept that, you know, happy teachers create happy classrooms. And if I'm not addressing what your needs are or what you've been through, it's hard for you to move forward and be the teacher you want to be. So that's been really interesting. And then I have a couple of presenters, like I have a presenter, Liz Grebler, that comes from Los Angeles. And she, like, she sells out in a minute. And she, we did uh, culturally relevant learning last year. And Barbara is kind of, I have a nice uh, relationship with Barbara and where in Palm Springs will host some of these. And um, she's the first district I've done that with. And she, this gal um, also did um, social social emotional yes. issues. Yeah. And um, I, I had 25 slated. We went to 31 and I had to close it. So I'll bring those things back. That's what I'm learning is like, what, you know, what do teachers want? What are they responding to and, and bringing those back? But you're right. I'm, I'm trying to have professional development that's strictly for teachers and their personal development, as well as things that they can do and then take into the classroom. You had a whole series at a local libraries here in the Coachella Valley, um, which- well, I, I attempted to do that. That wasn't enormously successful, I have to be honest with you. But I think it was, we weren't out of COVID yet. Right. And um, so people were still really nervous to show up to that. So well, I don't know, maybe your attendance wasn't as great as you wanted, but I heard from plenty of people, uh, mainly social media, not directly, oh, okay. but I follow all this stuff. And whoever was there loved it, loved it, loved it. Oh, that's good. So yeah, like I said, I think um, one of the hallmarks of arts is risk-taking and um, trying. And and so, you know, I just throw it up at the wall, throw the spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. And then we we run with that. So it's, it's a learning curve, but I, I like it. Cause like I said, you know, in that case, the teachers are my clients. And so am I serving what works for them? Am I responsive to their needs? And, you know, in the same way that um, moving forward next year, we have an arts now um, county level advocacy group that's, um, it's about 50 strong and it's, it's really bringing in districts that haven't been part of the conversation before, but next year it'll have a student component. And I'm really highly interested in what students have to say, because I don't think we tend to ask our client, the students, what they want. And so from an arts perspective, I'm all ears. And so I'm interested in, you know, am I gonna take more formal traditional approaches and move into other um, arts showcases or arts competitions that highly interest our students. So engagement is a big challenge um, in today's educational setting. Arts, we're good at engagement. So 
I want to kind of roll with that and see, you know, what are the, what are the teenagers of today looking for, and how can we engage them best? Because ultimately, I want to graduate everybody. That's <laughs> I love the arts for their own sake, but really, you know, what I'm here to do is be part of that conversation. How do we get kids successfully graduated and and on into their lives? So I gather you're um, enjoying your, I'm going to say new position. It's four years. It's not new anymore, but are you, is it what you thought it would be? And are you? No, no. <laughs> absolutely not. No. <laughs> in fact, I think in the first year I used to say to my boss, if I had known that you were going to make me do X, Y, or Z, I never would have signed up for this. And he's like, oh, Louisa, you know, you, you say, oh, I'm not doing that. And then you do it and it's fine. And so I think the first year was a lot of that. Like I was so comfortable in Palm Springs. Like what's not to like, you know, uh, at Palm Springs Unified, 19 years of a career there before I came here. So there was the learning curve of a new place and new skills. I will say COVID, I can't, I probably speak for everyone in the field, but pushed me professionally in directions that I never would have gone into. And I haven't had as much growth professionally um, since I was a new teacher, as I have had the past few years, and in digging in and understanding pedagogy so I could turn around and train it, and understanding technology. I didn't know how to do a video, a podcast, a webinar. I didn't know how to use Google Suite. I mean, it's embarrassing. Um, I was really good at what I was good at, <laughs> and I had to learn a lot, an old dog learning a lot of new tricks. So I will say um, I enjoyed uh, being home and learning and delivering a lot of online content, but it hitting my stride in year four. Like I, I know what I'm here to do. I'm excited about it. And before I retire, it's really about making a place for the arts in Riverside County that's solid and that we have equity throughout the county that every district, especially with the passing of Prop 28, probably advocacy and helping districts get up and running in ways like the places like Palm Springs have been doing for years, but getting those other districts there so that all young people have that both. It's an equity piece in terms of um, college and career because it's an A through G requirement. And if you don't have any arts coming up, you're not gonna be successful in high school it will affect you getting into college. And also from the lifelong quality of life, that's part of the art standards, which is philosophical foundations and lifelong goals. So what do we want for young people in their whole life? And so if they've had all those exposures as part of their educational experience, it leads for to a better life. And that that piece I was talking about public health, it's like, you know, what are those quality of life pieces? And the arts is one of those pieces. And especially if you've had a lot of childhood trauma, like what's the healing piece that gets you um, to something better? So yeah, I, I think this year, this past year is the one year or the first year where I was like, wow, I love this work. I know what I'm here to do. Let's go, let's go, so. That's great to hear. And like, you know, Barbara and I have talked many times on this, uh, in this space about uh, silver linings yes. that came through during COVID. And it's, it's everything that you said, Louisa, like, you know, it was very uncomfortable for many of us, be, not only because of being isolated and, you know, the having to figure out how to do all this when you have, you know, your kids in the other room <laughs> online and all of that stuff, the logistical part, oh, but, yeah. but the, but how much everybody had to learn in order to be able to realize 
the powerful tools that we have. And, you know, some of that's not going to go away. And it's great. Like, you know, some of the things David Green is doing with, you know, the people that he would bring from LA, he's now, you know, can have an audience of, you know, 500 kids because the, because the person is in LA and they're in their classrooms or they're at home or wherever. And it's, you miss a little bit, but you still can, it's live. You still can ask questions. You still can, and, and you know, stuff like that is a, a great takeaway of like, you know, a lot of times we, we missed great opportunities because this wasn't something that was on anybody's radar. Yeah, no, I agree. It forced us to do a lot of things that ultimately were positive. And I do like, I think we used to be um, as a county way more insular, you know, whenever we would send out program, it's like, this is for Riverside County, the end. And now, um, you know, it's when I do things online, it's customary for me to have, you know, counties from all over California come in um, or out of state. And it's brought us closer to San Bernardino County. And it, 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 you know, we're after the greater good. We are all working for the state of California for all the kids in California and beyond. Exactly. Right. I think that's changed. That has really removed the boundary that used to be very firm. And I'm glad of that. I mean, look at uh, Matt Engelson and what, wasn't it him? Yeah, it was. That that band that he put together with, mm -hmm. which reached out to not only kids, but, oh, yeah. you know, there were people in, in uh, who were, you know, 70, 80 years old, and there were people from other countries, and, like, they put together this unbelievable these unbelievable pieces of music all virtually it was just incredible and that was that was near the beginning too it was, yeah. you know and and yeah. to you know discover that technology and be able to to do something like that it's just it was incredible well louisa you know we love you yeah. and and we'll we'll host anything because you know because we love you and also because then our teachers don't have to travel the best part of um the convention center in riverside being renovated was mm -hmm. that everything was at the palm springs convention center for a couple of years we love oh, that okay. yeah <laughs> no and i i have moved my office out to indio Oh. Um, because of the commute uh, and again because of COVID I was able to do that because of, of learning new technologies so it's there's so many connections in the desert that it's really easy for me to offer things well that's good to know now I yeah. can we can have lunch sometime we can <laughs> that'll be nice Barbara yeah. before we run out of time we yeah. have anything coming up in May that we should share very big. We have the West Coast regional premiere of the prom with MTU, um, and it's been opened up to um, auditions for all of our um, Palm Springs Unified High School students. Uh, so it's a, um, a huge coup that uh, MTU and our district students are doing the, the musical The Prom in May. That'll be great. Um... Five, six, seven. Oh, coming up. So like in a week and a half here. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, um, and, you know, having having David still doing MTU, but now that he is the, I always forget his title. Manager of theater and performance. performance. Yeah. So he's, and, and he was doing some of that before, but now he's in a better place to bring together all of our art students for, um, and I didn't realize that 
that the prom was going to include students from outside of MTU. So yeah. that's really awesome. I know. Really Louisa, anything else that you would like to uh, plug coming up? Well, I was just going to say uh, honor choirs that same weekend. Okay. All right. Uh, There's the room for everything. You know, it's, that it's performance, yeah. exactly. That's going to be on a Saturday, probably. The yeah, and that's at uh, Marina Valley Performing Arts Center, which is a new performing arts center uh, out that way. So um, it is, that is the fun for me in the county is um, utilizing great new spaces. Um, Beaumont has one uh, that's come online too. So I'm going to be out and out doing something over there. Uh, Excellent. Like and, mm -hmm. and all, of course, all, you know, you, you regular listeners know we record in advance. So all the things we've talked about, you can, at this point, can go on our social media and there will be information so that you can go to the Honor Choir uh, performance and you can go to um, the prom and whatever else we have going on. Mm -hmm. I love both of you very much. Thank you. And, um, you and it's always great. We'll do this again soon. Great. Thank you for being here. Thanks for joining us. If you learn something new every day, a new podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, Brianna. No, no, no. Those are old interns. Thank you to Danica, Raymond, and Cynthia. And we will see you next week.